0: let's get back to you better you bet presented by Bet mgm on the betql network pj glasser mark drumheller you better you bet presented by Bet MGM. we're filling in for nick and ken we are on stadiums make sure you guys go over to watch you can check us out over there you can continue listening to us on sirius channel 160 sirius xm 205 as well or you can keep listening on the betql network you can go to twitch.tv slash betql or youtube backslash odyssey sports uh we just talked some college hoops with kevin sweeney he was awesome make sure you go check that out on the podcast you better you bet great stuff kevin talked about a bunch of different teams futures markets all that stuff now it is time though to talk to our friend Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle and co-host of Bringing Home the Hardware Pod with Mark Trumheller. You can follow Kate on Twitter X at Kate Constable. Kate, great to see you. Are you a little tired of like talking to me throughout the week and then you do the pod (laughs) with Mark? Or like you just ready to like to talk to two different other people? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, I'll take what I can get, but you guys, I I could use some fresh faces every now and then. Between you, PJ, and Mark, every other day, (laughs) it's, it's getting tiring.
0: It really is i know it's it's a tough it's a tough life you live kate it really is we (laughs) apologize that you have to deal with us constantly uh i want to get your thoughts kate before we talk about some of the futures markets in the nba maybe get your thoughts on some nfl as well pretty good slate tonight in the nba is there a bet or two that you really like
1: yes i love the detroit pistons tonight plus ten and a half i mean you can't really say detroit's been playing good They've just been playing better than when they were really bad earlier in the season. Uh, They've won two of their last three games. They only lost to the Clippers, who I think are the best team in the league right now by six. And that took a a, a fourth quarter comeback by L.A. Uh, But the reason I like them tonight in this spot against the Lakers. So the Lakers play tomorrow. So this is the first night of a back-to-back for them. They play in utah tomorrow night and the jazz are only two games behind the lakers in the western conference standings and so Mm. that game is going to mean a whole lot more to la than tonight's non-conference matchup with the detroit pistons so lebron and ad they're on the injury report every night listed as questionable we don't know if they're going to go in tonight's game if they sit at all in one of these next two games it's going to be tomorrow so i think the pistons can keep this one within double digits the lakers have actually covered as double digit favorites. I believe they're three and one against the spread this year, but I don't, I mean, I don't think they should be double digit favorites against anyone. And you have Spencer Dinwiddie that's coming over now. He's their backup point guard. It takes, it takes guys a little while to get acclimated into new systems and new teams. And so I just think this is a spot where the Pistons they're playing with some confidence right now, again, playing a little bit better than they were earlier in this season, plus 10 and a half. I think that's a great number.
2: Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Milwaukee Bucks, right? You know, they fire their head coach. They bring in Doc Rivers. Big win against Denver. Um, and now they're, you know, home again against Miami. Big favorites. Um, is this a spot, when you handicap these types of teams, both teams coming off tough games, uh, you know, do you look more towards the favorite? Like, how much confidence do you have in the Bucks? A, that they can cover this number tonight, or and just B, that, like, Rivers is going to be able to get them to turn the corner a little bit?
1: I think Rivers will get them to turn the corner. We've seen their defense step up a little bit. Their offense has kind of kept its momentum that it had earlier in the season. But defensively, like, that's where the Bucs really need things to turn around. And I think Rivers can do that, uh, especially with the pieces that they added at the trade deadline. Like, bringing over Patrick Beverly was huge. We've already seen him in timeouts taking the clipboard and kind of directing the timeout, getting guys fired up on the defensive end. So looking at a game like this, eight and a half is a lot for these two teams that have kind of had the rivalry over the last couple of years i mean the heat knocked the bucks out of the playoffs in the first round last year my only concern is jimmy butler not in tonight i know he had a death in the family so is likely going to be taken uh, a couple days off does that really matter a whole lot in terms of you know the rest of the heat players not stepping up i think that almost makes me like the heat even more because you know some of those players the tyler hero duncan robinson bam i mean they're going to need to take on a bigger role and so a lot of the times i do when they're playing a team like the bucks like uh, an opponent that they have a rivalry with that's better than they are i sometimes think having a star player out almost makes the rest of the roster elevate their play so i i haven't bet this Mm -hmm. one i don't think i'm going to just because there's some other plays on the board that i like better but i would take the heat plus eight and a half
0: Kate, when you look at the futures market, uh, so this morning, I thought it was interesting. The Nuggets and the Clippers were both co-favorites to win the Western Conference. They were both plus 200. And obviously, the Clippers are playing great basketball. Both teams are in striking distance to get the number one seed. But the Nuggets, they're the defending champs. Jokic is still healthy. Well, right now, the Nuggets are plus 210 and the Clippers are plus 240. So clearly, people saw that. And there's some money coming in and, and bumping this up a little bit between those two teams, like if you had a bet right now, would you like the Clippers more or would you like the Nuggets in the West? I kind of like the Clippers a little bit more and uh, these two teams are
1: so even, which is why that price is so even Mm. I I lean towards the Clippers because it's so hard to repeat as champions, right? Like you have a target on your back every single game. And I I just think it's going to be hard for the Nuggets to go back to back and I'm trying to rack my brain and think of when was the last time we saw that happen i know it, it certainly has happened in the past but it's few and far between clippers are playing the best that we've seen them play over these last couple of years since uh you know Kawhi mm-hmm. and paul george came together The second unit on the Clippers, I think, is a little bit stronger than the Nuggets second unit with Westbrook uh, running that. And as long as L.A. can stay healthy, that's kind of the only concern here is if you look at the health between these two teams, I would bank on the Nuggets being the team to stay healthy throughout the postseason where the Clippers have kind of had to deal with that uh, guys in and out of the lineup over these last couple seasons. But we haven't seen that happen yet, which is crazy. So right now I'm leaning towards the Clippers just to get a little fresh blood, hard to repeat, uh, equal talent, so to say, on both teams right now. Uh, so I would have to take the better price too at plus 240 with it.
2: Kate, I was on the Wolves last night, uh, getting the four and a half, uh, you know, gr- big game out of them. Uh, I think it was a little bit of a statement game. They're sitting there at like plus 800. Like when you look at this Minnesota team, um, You know, you have Ann Edwards, you have the way they're playing defense, you know, do you think they're really viable to win the Western Conference? Like, what are your thoughts on them? Big favorites tonight against Portland on a back-to-back. I actually think that number is a little bit short, but as the season progresses, I'm liking Minnesota a little bit more and more. How about you?
1: uh this is hard for me to handicap because being from minnesota and watching the wolves just kind of fail (laughs) year in and year out it's like i don't have a whole lot of confidence in them i i think they're probably still a year away we've seen a little immaturity by them in some games this season i mean that game against charlotte when cat had 62 and and they they didn't take that game seriously and you know do you have to take every game as if it's a, a playoff game in the 82 game schedule like probably not but there are moments um against the Bulls a couple weeks ago a uh, Wolves blew a big lead Bulls won in overtime I mean th- there's just moments like that where in the fourth quarter things kind of go stagnant and against other top teams in the West like the Clippers like the Nuggets like the uh the Thunder I don't think that they're going to be able to pull out some of those wins. So I'm still not totally sold on Minnesota. I think what they're doing is great, and I love seeing them trend in this direction and and be atop of the West for the majority of the season so far. But I think once we get into the postseason, some of these teams with a little bit more experience in postseason basketball are going to, you know, that's going to give them the edge in a seven-game series over Minnesota.
0: Kate, I want to transition to the uh, NFL with you. Obviously talk about the the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. So San Francisco is favored to win the Super Bowl for next season at plus 500. Mark and I were talking about this at the beginning of the show. And I mean, you can't get really much closer if you're San Francisco. It feels like they have the team. It looks like Purdy's good enough. They very easily could have won that game. But time and time again, they just come up short. So... I mean, can you take San Francisco at that low a price? Will there be a point in the season that maybe you buy in on them? Or are you just done trying to bet the 49ers? Because if they couldn't do it by now, then you don't think that this collective group can ever get it done.
1: I'm kind of with the, the latter of the options you uh, gave out, PJ. If they haven't gotten it done now, this group's been together for a long time with, well, I mean, I guess McCaffrey, this is his first full full season? Second season with uh, Kittle and um, Debo, all those guys. I don't know. I I feel like the core of this 49ers team has been together enough where they're just not getting it done. I I wouldn't bet it at this price. I would wait and maybe see if they drop a game or two early on in the season. We saw them have that three-game skid midway through the year, like grabbing them after something like that, where you get a much better price maybe. I, I just feel like you get there you get this far you have the season that they did this year and you still weren't able to pull it out like all of a sudden does it almost feel like something that we saw with the Eagles this season they made it to the Super Bowl last year coming back everyone thought they're the favorites to repeat well wait a second I know they lost both their coordinators but things unraveled quickly towards the the latter half of that season. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be a similar case for the 49ers this year. I just can't look to them uh, to back them, especially at this price to be uh, next year's winner.
2: Kate, If we take out the chiefs, right? Because I think everybody can look at the chiefs and uh, me personally, I don't know when they're going to lose the super bowl. It feels like they can win no matter what. Um, But if we take them out and you look at that next tier, Niners, Ravens, Bills, or if there's another team in the mix that you think um, could really jump up and knock off the Chiefs, or maybe from the NFC, they could you know uh, make a run here and win the Super Bowl next year. I, there's a lot that has to happen in free agency with the draft. But is there a team that you think might be undervalued in the market right now?
1: I you could not pay me to bet on the Bills. Uh, they just mm-hmm. seem to fall flat every postseason. I know Josh Allen is is great, one of the best quarterbacks right now. But I I cannot uh, put my money get myself to put my money on them. Uh, the Bengals their team that I'm willing mm-hmm. to bet on Joe Burrow is someone who has beaten Patrick Mahomes. He's kind of, it feels like if there's one quarterback in the league that Mahomes, I don't want to say is gets nervous against, or, you know, he fears a little, but I would put Joe Burrow above Josh Allen above Lamar Jackson in terms of guys that could possibly imitate or Im- imitate, um, uh, Intimidate Mahomes a little bit. So I like the Bengals. I also think the Lions. I mean, I know again, we're talking about like mm-hmm. a, another historic run for Detroit, but they're bringing back their offensive coordinator. They're going to make some moves in the offseason to kind of shore up some of those uh, areas where they fell flat this season, most notably in their secondary. So I would imagine they bring in some guys to fix that. They had a do- dominant offensive line this year. So I think the Lions could make some noise. You also have that Dan Campbell culture that. Proved to be really impactful this season, and there aren't too many teams like with that style of a head coach, of that vocal and emotional, and and kind of blue collarness that Dan Campbell brings. So I, I know the Lions are in the NFC, but I, I would look at them for possibly winning the Super Bowl next year.
0: Kate, in like the twenty-five to thirty to one range on BetMGM, it feels like it's a mixture of teams that either overachieved this past season and now maybe might be a little bit overvalued or they either made a big you know offseason addition or they have somebody coming back and there's a lot of excitement, whether it's the Chargers getting hardball, whether it's the Jets getting Rodgers back. The Rams had an unexpected year. The Texans and the Packers obviously have found their quarterback. So of teams in like that range, 25 to 30 to 1, uh, is there any team that you like maybe that you think has a good price to watch out for next season? Well,
1: yeah, the ones that you named the Jets, I I, I mean, I forgot going into the season last year, weren't they like top of the board or close to it to win the Super Bowl? And it all fell completely flat in that very first game with Aaron Rodgers going out. But with Rodgers back this season, it's basically the same roster that was close to being favored or, or one of the top players. Um, teams in terms of the odds to win the Super Bowl last year so I think you take a look at at the Jets I mean I don't love that but based on where they were sitting prior to the Rodgers injury last season that makes a little bit of sense I'm nervous to take the Chargers Justin Harbaugh's very first season because we don't quite know how he's going to uh gel with Justin Herbert I would imagine it goes pretty smooth but that's still kind of a risk um guys what about this one I mean just hear me out the Chicago Bears they bring in Caleb Williams. He's the next, the second coming here in Chicago. The defense is great. Maybe they—I've um, so been hearing rumblings that maybe they trade one of the picks and some other assets. They get the um, trade the ninth pick or ninth some something I was reading the other day, ninth pick, and somehow they get Marvin Harrison Jr. as well. So you've got a great receiving core. You've got a great defense. Your offensive line is getting better. You fix the quarterback position, thirty to one. You might as well go light your money on fire but i like to you know dream and think that could be a possibility
2: i i love it kate that's the best part about this time of the year in february you know every team has hope so you know we can all hope that our team wins the super bowl the uh, real quick we got about you know the 60 seconds Talk to me about the AFC West. We know we don't want to see Mahomes in the playoffs. Regular season, a different story. When we look at the Chargers and the Broncos, two prolific head coaches, who do we think is going to have the better season?
1: I think the Chargers, just because what what's happening with the Broncos at quarterback, I we, I don't know what's going to go, what's going to happen there, what's going on. So I think uh, Justin Herbert finally reaches close to his potential in this season and only continues to get better as the years progress, especially with a coach like Harbaugh, who's has a proven track record with quarterbacks. So I would have to take uh, the LA team.
0: She is Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle right here on the BetQL Network and co-host with Mark Drumheller of Bringing Home the Hardware Podcast. You can follow her on Twitter, X at Kate Constable. Kate, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. More You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller on the other side of the break.